0: Rick
1: Carlisle and these Mavs? Uh, I, I think there's some, some jump-out exceptions where, you know, Bill Belichick is, is uh, to me, he's an anomaly. And I think Greg Popovich is that. And I, I think Rick Carlisle is that. I agree with you. I, um, Carlisle, whatever ups and downs the teams might be going through, is one of those guys where I, I've got him, and mm. and he works well with Donnie and with Cuban, and, and Donnie is brilliant at what he does too. I'm keeping that through all the ups and all the downs. But that doesn't make everybody special, and John B. Filippo right now that doesn't look very special in Minnesota, and therefore doesn't now doesn't mean he can't coach. Right, uh, that right. Doesn't mean that that five years from now we won't be saying, "Man, oh man, boy did Minnesota make a mistake." That Filippo, he's brilliant. But even right now with the Rams, there's there's Rams fans who are going, "Hey, I thought our coach and our quarterback was good." Yeah. Because now all of a sudden they can't win outdoors in the cold or something. So
0: can't protect. Um, Neither team yeah, can protect. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah so I just I'm not trying to argue that Chris Rashard isn't good. I wouldn't ever argue that nor am I arguing that boy that uh, that Glenahan he's turning this league upside down. I don't argue that either, but my position in the round table that that these these things, these guys and their careers have a life of their own.
2: And you know what to, to put an exclamation point on what you're saying, Chris Richard got fired at Seattle. He helped create the Legion of Boom, but he's still a great coach, and that's why he's doing still great things in Dallas. So your point about uh, DeFilippo De or whatever his name is in Minnesota is well, well taken.
0: I feel much better about Richard than De Filippo right now because he's done it in two spots, mm-hmm. and he's he's taken a group that we thought was pretty good but not great and inspired confidence and done that in two different locations, right? I, I think that's difficult to do, but I, I think you, you also have a point in there, Fish. What do you think that when the hot coach hits the radar – Sometimes it's for good reason, and, and sometimes he was just in a great cer- set of circumstances that allowed his best traits to, to have a, a
1: spotlight put on him. Sometimes, about. to bounce off what Bassick said, sometimes he, he looks the part. I mean, We do love that. We do love yeah. a guy that looks the part. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we also love, once a team has had uh, a kind of a, a, quote, softy coach, we got to replace him with a toughie. Yep. And then, then the toughie goes for about four years, and we're like, boy, he is grinding them to death. We got to get a, somebody who's their friend what in there. What a here. jerk. Are mm-hmm. the Rangers going through that, right? Yeah,
0: a little bit, maybe.
1: And, and so yeah, I, I just think, with some exceptions, there, there's, there's not the simple answer that we think there is. There's, there's a morphing answer, there's a flexible answer. And, and the Cowboys going forward and Cowboy fans maybe need to be open minded to that. Well, I bet
0: the Eagles are excited. Mike brought up a really good point uh, earlier when the story first broke that maybe the Eagles would bring him back as their quarterback coach because things haven't been the same for him since uh, Dave Filippo and Frank Reich left.
1: Yeah, and maybe the Vikings need to bring back Bud Grant, which they actually did. <laughs> <laughs> they actually brought back. Remember Sleeveless, that first? they sure, right, you know, but Bud Grant was a hundred and he retired. Then they went through like three coaches, and Bud's still sitting there. Sure, and is. he's Bud Everybody. Grant is is their Tom Landry. Yes. And just like that, if Tom Landry was still still alive, and the Cowboys were when they were three and five, we would have been calling for Tom. Landry. <laughs> as long as we're
0: talking about coaches, though, Mike, I'd would love to get your thoughts on this idea that that what if the Cowboys do have a successful year, score plenty of points in the playoffs, win, lose, draw, whatever, but uh, that they could still make a change at offensive coordinator? Do you is that still on on the table moving into 2019?
1: I think it is until until this coaching staff gets contract extensions which uh, we'll roundtable this in a second, which I don't endorse at this moment, um, but that doesn't mean that Jerry might not think it's a heck of an idea. Uh, I I think that a change from Scott Linehan remains in play, and I don't think necessarily, hey, we scored 29 points. I don't think that's necessarily an automatic, okay, you're safe argument. Um, mm-hmm. same, same thing with what they might do with uh, a potential retirement of Rod Marinelli. It the, the and, and this speaks to what I think we're talking about here, which, which is, we just got to let the cake bake, and and what we thought about this guy sucks when they were three and five may mm-hmm. or may not be true uh, if they as they go eight and five, and you can win the Super Bowl, and this guy can still suck. And general, I think that's what you're saying.
0: Mm-hmm. So, how about defensive coordinator? Is that a big enough job that it could keep Chris Richard around here? If I'm Chris, I'm probably wanting to wait until the off season and get a look at some of these head coaching opportunities that might be coming up.
1: Don't
3: let Chris he will definitely go.
1: get uh, interviews. Yeah, and, of will. course, uh, what we've suggested is if Jason Garrett does somehow lose his job, which seems less likely than ever now, uh, that Chris Richard would be the very first guy that gets interviewed. One of the reasons, of course, the Rooney rule, uh, the teams want to interview a person of color so they can can uh, play within those rules but he's also uh, by reputation merits the interview and sure i i i love being a defensive coordinator for the dallas cowboys but i'd much rather run my own program and depending on how how the cowboys do in the playoffs chris richard will surely get interviewed for that chance
0: is there any way uh jerry would be interested in compensating a guy to re- to remain in-house longer is Richard that good that he would get that man, kind of Jason p- p- Garrett type of cash and we, we man, did it with We're going to make you a lifetime cowboy.
1: I, I can see that, but, but what, what situation in the NFL is so bad as a head coach that I don't want to run that ship? I can't think of one.
0: No, I mean, the only thing that would, you know, you could get yourself in a spot that could go so bad that you wouldn't get another chance, right? I sure. think that's the risk that some head coaches take, especially since you use the word coaches of color. <laughs> You know, yeah. you you go you go to a job and you don't necessarily get the second chances that Caucasian head coaches might.
1: Oh, that, yes. that's valid. But but let's even the Browns, the most historically the poorest franchise in the NFL, right? Yeah. Uh, Chris Rashad at age thirty nine, if, if he got offered the, the chance to go coach the Cleveland Browns, I think he would run do don't walk. I don't think there's any way you could stop him.
0: Okay. How about David Irving? Are we going to see him?
1: Okay, so let's roundtable this, David round Irving. T- uh-huh. I, I mean, I just haven't seen him in the – I think I've seen him in the building once in the last month. Uh, but you're making a playoff run. Uh, you could use all hands on deck. Yeah. At some point, you maybe maybe you're going to arrest somebody. We'll see. We'll get to that in a minute. If David Irving walked out on the practice field tomorrow with a helmet, is all forgiven and everything's fine and you're back a part of the team and go right. hit somebody? Assuming yes. he's in shape? Yeah. yeah, you know, I
0: just think that David we don't Irving. have a, a, a lot of time with this team to worry about stuff like that. It's like, okay, he's here. I don't I don't think we need to do any hand-wringing. It's not like we got a lot of time on our hands. You know, we can just, yeah, move on. Like, yeah, we can't yeah, yeah. control it. I'll David Irving it. is uh, a, a, a complete wild card <laughs> if he's here. That's the, that's the only way an organization can successfully there. do this. It's like letting Manny be Manny. Just fine. Whatever he wants to do, don't make a big deal out of it because when we do have him playing, he's
1: awesome. Yeah. okay then and that's that's fine we're gonna let manny be manny when it comes to david irving for three weeks but i think we recognize we're not going to do it for three more years are we right
0: i right. mean you i this is where i think your inside information is coming through here fish you tell us you know because you seem pretty you seem pretty strong on this that it's not going to be the regular david irving approach that we saw over the last couple of years that we saw with rolanda McLean for a couple of years
1: I think it exacerbates. Is that a word? Exacerbates. Yes. I think it it exacerbates this the situation with David Irving when one of the guys that took his place as an interior defensive lineman is Antoine Woods, who came from nowhere and all he does is work, and all he does is make subtle Mm -hmm. plays all the time, every game. From the very first day he stepped on the field in Oxnard, undrafted rookie free agent, um, and and he's got he's got a nasty attitude, and he does everything just right and he does exactly what they want, and he performs, and then I got David. So um, you, you 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 love the, the Superman aspect of what David can do, but I think if I'm a coach, I like the guy that shows up on time every day even more.
0: Well, does that guy showing up on time have legit starter potential? Because once you find a guy that you feel like you're, you're fairly, fairly fairly solid on for three or four years... Then I'd be uh, all for turning the page on David Irving, but they just haven't had any defensive tackle talent that would allow them to be that choosy up till now.
1: Yeah, and they're going to argue now that but but Malik Collins at the three technique and Antoine Woods uh, as the one technique uh, good enough that uh, Tyron Crawford now goes and plays end again that that and that's a young combo Malik Collins and Antoine Woods that that maybe maybe that could do it. Now that's that's not Sue, uh, that's not Aaron Donald. And talent-wise, uh, it's not David Irving. But oh, performance-wise, no. it's otherworldly compared to David.
0: If the Cowboys sit Zach Martin coming up this week, would that be a sign that they are valuing rest and considering the division just about
1: clinched to you? It's, uh, yeah, and, and this is a great round Taylor. What if Zach Martin comes uh, comes to the trainer and says, on Friday and says, I'm fine, and the trainer goes to the head coach and the owner and general manager and says, he's, he's kind of fine, I mean, he's kind of the way he was, for the last month, is that good enough? Uh, and what I—I'll I'll give my opinion. I think they pour everything they can into this game. I think—I I think you start playing around, saying, "Well, we'll clinch it next week," and you flirt with disaster. So I think Sean Lee, uh, if Tavon Austin could do it, let him do it. And and, and I think if Zach Martin says, boy, I'm playing," then I'm going to believe Zach Martin, and I'm going to let him play.
0: You know, and I've been talking about rest, but now when you when you look at Chicago having beat the Rams, you got a game to make up. They're going to take on the Packers. If you could beat the Colts and Green Bay gets the upset, now you've created a tie there for that three seed. I, I think I want mm-hmm. to go for it this week and then evaluate going into Week 16 probabilities. But, you know, s- still things are, are fairly lined up that you could catch Chicago. So as long as that's not an astronomical possibility but a real probability – I think I'd keep my pedal to the metal as long as Zach Martin gives me the thumbs up.
1: Yeah, and then if we're starting to wonder, Gavin, well, what, what is Jason Garrett's general philosophy on taking my foot off the pedal when when there's not much to gain? Because some people will say, "What what is it, uh, runs versus rest and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, but if you look back two years ago, uh, 2016 Cowboys, yep. where, where uh, Tony Romo played in that game, remember? Yeah. That was Tony Romo. Yeah, yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. the, yes, the, the Eagles. touchdown to Terrence Williams. Uh, that was uh, Dak played in that game, but that was a Mark Sanchez game. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott did not have a carry in that game. Yep. Right. Sean Lee did, did not play. play in that game. Did not um, play. Yeah, uh, that was a Gatscar. Gats car, I think, led him in tackles in that game. So there is a time philosophically for Jason Garrett to take the foot off the pedal, but. Uh, I don't think this week it, is that week.
0: Jesse Holly asked this on Twitter last night. I caught it. He was like, "Is Terrence Williams is he done with the Cowboys? Is he? Sh-? You know, you talk about David Irving. You just and not that the Cowboys need Terrence Williams,
4: but is he just like done?
1: Yeah, they're they're concerned about Terrence Williams's uh, mental, mental state of well being, and so he's not been in the building. Um, he did go out uh, to to kind of dinner with some of the fellas the other night. Uh and and they were glad to see him, and a good time was had by all, but that's about as close as, as T. Will has been to being a Cowboy in quite some time, hanging out with the fellas after the game. Mm. Anything else before we let you go, Fish?
2: I'd say Tolo.
0: all right there he goes tolo at fish sports on twitter and yeah i got a wallet full of these tolo
2: back window thank you everybody for tuning in to this thing man i had to give you guys the information from fish the fish report go and follow his twitter page Uh, all the content is from 105.3 the fan and radio.com really appreciate each and every last one of you guys for tuning in for being part of this thing but we're going to get back to the natural show of everything and then um and Q&A will be at the latter part of this, but uh, really appreciate you all. Uh, let's see what we can do first thing first. We're gonna listen to uh, Chris Carter, by chance, and then we can jump back to uh, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharps of the world. Uh Like I said before, I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys. Let me see if I can correct 99, this right here. Mm, go right here. Uh, gotta go properties, maybe. And then we're going to go right around here. You guys seeing the back work, other back work, other back work going on right now. Bam. In there like swimwear. All right, so we get we get to see, <laughs> you all know, see this guy right here. But let's go with it.
3: Winners a five in a row. And Jason Garrett's Entertain job the is the about as safe as And after beating the Eagles on Sunday, about. Jerry Jones says this team can win in the yes. postseason. Like Cowboy said to, to in Indy in this week, try and lock season. up the NFC East. See, you agree with Jerry Jones that the Cowboys can win in the postseason?
5: Jerry's saying a lot of things lately. I agree with. <laughs> That's dangerous, uh, Jerry. But he's saying a lot.
6: <laughs> I mean, so, okay. right. There's such a high volume. Okay, so there's a, there's,
5: a, there's a filter, and I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm catching some okay. of it. But I, but I feel you, Jerry. And, and the reason why, because you look you, at if you look at the teams. Let's look at the the top-rated teams. We're the the teams okay. played them. Rams, we see what they did against Chicago mm-hmm. and, and I know Dallas feels like they got just as good a defense. Uh, the Bears, Cowboys, mm-hmm. are third, that team Seattle and the Vikings. There ain't no team in there they're afraid of. From a defensive standpoint, this, they match up well with all those teams. Is there, there anybody goes. in there Dallas can't run the ball against? No. No. Oh, oh, oh okay. Seattle, okay. they probably have the most trouble, but no. Right. The, the Saints, they got the best run defense, but right. they, they, they ran it against them before. Mm-hmm. So, And they faced them in the head-to-head. So, yes, when you just look at one part of the ball, absolutely, because you, you can contain any of those offenses. You're not uh, afraid of them. And the way that Dak is playing and the way that Zeke, and now they found some type of passing game, they mm. match up with any defense there, unless they have to go to Chicago. And Uh-oh. I just believe that because of that win, it would be a ball control type of game. Mm-hmm. But I believe Chicago presents a lot of problems in Chicago for the Cowboys. So, Jerry is right. They
2: match up well. Now, uh, I, I agree with Chris on this aspect of it. Hey, Chicago is cold. Their defense is nasty. So, to me personally, the Cowboys need to figure out a way to win the rest of these three games. Maybe we can knock them off and be three seed and everything far as before we go to these dome teams because – what L.A. Rams? I'm not not afraid of playing up there in that way, or, or the uh, New Orleans. But but that's a dorm team. But the weather would be nice in L.A. So the only reservation would be, uh, and I'm not trying to look too far down the line, would be the Chicago Bears. We need to figure out a way to win these last last three games. And then to piggyback off of uh, what Mike Fisher said earlier about David Irving, my only thought on David Irving would be. Yes, he's a knucklehead. Yes, he got these problems and situations and issues and things like that. But the but the collective thing with David Irvin, he brings so much to this team that we can overlook some of these issues as it relates to the last three games or whatever. And then on top of that, the emergence of Amari Cooper. Everybody, everybody. Go check out my guy uh, Tavon's Austin's Instagram page. Go check it out, man. The the guy looks like he's healthy. They may just be holding holding him back just a little bit and maybe keep him for this run because we already know the explosive aspect what Amari Cooper can bring. Can you guys just close your eyes? Just close your eyes and imagine. Oh, just imagine what Tavon Austin can do out there as well. So those two things, man, it's going to be nasty. I, I, we just need Dak Prescott to just play what he's been doing for the last five games and minimize and stop fumbling the ball. <laughs> and we can roll with this thing. We can get hot right now because we're still not at our peak remember the defense not hitting his peak right now because we don't have belly Irvin, david Irvin, number 95 yes i always say we live like 95 but he's not out there and then on top of that can i add into this fact again that that, that Tavon austin is not out there man that would be nice but let's listen to what chris have to say
5: They are peaking at the right point. I believe that Amari Cooper, he's going to start to generate more attention as far as coverage. I still believe this is not some hot streak that he's on. They're going to throw the ball to him and he's going to be one of the best receivers in the league. But Mm -hmm. right now. You defend Dallas with seven or eight defenders. And right now, when you watch that film, you better put two people over on Amari Cooper's side of the field. So you're starting Ooh. to run out of bodies T- on the right defense. Out of people. That's the so they, they how they thing? go about game planning, Scott Lanahan, it's going to be a lot easier these last three games than mm-hmm. it has been for them, um in the season. And that numbers issue is why you, you talked about yesterday
6: moving forward for Dallas. If they could get a real tight end, oh. then you all of a sudden have real legitimate matchup problems across the board oh, you mentioned is. you think the toughest that's thing for them try, to be yeah. going to Chicago Dallas would love to have that problem because the only way that could happen is if it's in the NFC championship game because they're, they're gonna neither right. one of them is gonna be the one or the two so mm-hmm. sign Dallas and Jerry up for that right. and right. see what happens but yeah. that's why these last two games and the way in which they won them was is so important you have against the Saints and then the first three quarters against Philly Defensive performances that are good enough to beat anybody. anybody. The four quarter, the one touchdown they gave in the first three quarters against Philly was after a Dak pick where yeah. they were set yeah. up on the goal line, goal line. essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And then the one thing we hadn't seen from Dallas all year, a potent high-flying passing attack, that's their most vivid memory. It's mm-hmm. the fourth quarter in overtime pardon me, against Philly. So you have in the last two games, you say, okay, if we just take the best parts of each of our games, Zeke was consistent in both games. The defense was excellent for seven quarters. The passing game was as good as it's been in two years in that fourth quarter against Philly. Mm -hmm. Now I know Philly's undermanned regardless. Like you say, okay, we put it all together. We're as good as anybody. Like yeah. that that is what they can they, they can convince
5: themselves. One of is. the things I was really concerned with with the Cowboys, how would this young team respond after the euphoric win yeah. against the Saints? Yeah. And you could see, you know, they could have played better, but in the first 3 quarters of right. that Chiefs football they played better. I mean, yeah. I mean that was a good you knew that was a good football team who had handled some type of success so coach Mangini talks about managing when you lose managing when you win so that to me is a team that's learning how to, to win. win and as you could see late in the game young players making big plays that type of energy and everything is infectious And the momentum of, of, of it late in the season I believe carries on strong week to week
3: earlier in the season we, we placed yes. a lot of blame on Jason Garrett and how he was managing this team now now that they've won five in a row, how much credit do you give Jason Garrett for
6: the way So, for in the go micro see. and the macro, I want to give him a ton of credit. In the micro, things like that fourth and one. I, I'm going to keep harping on that because it's not fair if I if we harp on the fourth and two, he doesn't go for an overtime against, mm-hmm. I think it was the Texans where he mm-hmm. punted and they end up losing that game. And then in overtime on a fourth and one in a spot, I think... 28 of 32 coaches kicked the field goal there you're inside four minutes you can go up in overtime you have a great defense and instead he tried to go for the kill and then in the macro in this five game winning streak mm-hmm. zeke's touching the ball 31 times per game he's giving you 115 on the ground and 55 and through the air per game so Numbers. one of the big criticisms early was and i know jason
2: garrett's not the offensive coordinator before he goes a little bit further into that man that, that's the only scary part about this thing. Although we are winning, although we are leading in some of most of these games and we have got a five game winning, winning deal going on right now, but man, it's scary, man. Giving all those things to Ezekiel Elliott. Look, we got to figure out a way, man, to utilize Rod a little bit more and also use uh Olawale Olawale just a little bit more, but sprinkle those guys in to give him spells at the right time. But I, I'm just, I'm just in fear of Ezekiel Ezekiel with anything that's, that can be detrimental to his health. But outside of that, man, a win is a win, and I like what I'm I'm seeing out there on the field from afar as, as it relates to Ezekiel. But let's go, let's listen to some more. But it
6: ends at his feet. Why isn't Zeke getting the ball more? Mm-hmm. He has the last month plus, and they've been winning accordingly to go along with Amari and everything else, and the fact that he had whatever c has talked about as far as talking to saban and talking Mm -hmm. to the coaches and the relation whatever he is doing mentally for amari cooper which you've said is very important from sanjay law the wide receivers coach on up to the to the owner in in jerry jones that has obviously worked very well for him
5: well we missed something on on this team and we just thought dallas was going to be a playoff team we thought they'd be contending but we didn't consider This offseason, we talked about the players. Mm -hmm. We know they made a mistake as far as Dez when they didn't offer him some type of contract. And um, bringing in Alan Hearns thinking he was going to be the number one guy. They made a mistake. They did not have enough firepower in that room. But where he didn't make a mistake was they changed seven coaches. But we as reporters, we've missed that. We didn't think or bake it into how long is it going to take for this team to be able to adjust with this new coaching staff.
2: What? What? Chris just mentioned that the media just didn't take in, into fact or into account that they just changed out. The Dallas Cowboys organization changed out seven coaches. Man, what is going on? Is, is today, is this December the 11th? Is this 2018 or is it already 2019? What year is this? What planet am I on? Oh, my goodness, man. Seven coaches, and they changed the offensive line coach during the
5: season. season. So that's eight new coaches that this team of 53 guys, that's an adjustment not only for the staff, not only for the organization, but for every player. How does this coach going to coach me? The and case? then they trade for Amari Cooper. So mm. the criticism is because we didn't realize they were making an adjustment with those huge staff changes. We should have been thinking about that. We didn't, and we wow. made a mistake by over-criticizing because we over-analyzed the Cowboys. Jason Garrett is a good coach for the Cowboys. He knows the heartbeat of the Cowboys. But it took an adjustment with those type of staff changes. We just didn't see it.
2: Well, they've got the momentum everyone yeah so you guys can hear that right you guys can hear that <laughs> so all what me and Vach Lombardi and all those uh I can throw in Mark Holmes and uh, I can throw in a lot of people who said look this team we didn't have no chemistry during preseason there's a new coaching staff that's coming into the fold yes it's going to take time for everything to develop and now today Today, the national media, because I can say that they are part of the national media, I know over a million people going to be listening in to their particular show. So now there's going to be echoed throughout the masses of letting everybody know that they change out. Seven coaches all together, collectively. Then on top of that, the, the receivers, the Alan Hearns of the world, although we picked him up, he's not a Dez Bryant, and we understand that, and he's not even a an Amari Cooper. Then for this coaching staff to understand to say, okay, we made a mistake. Yes, we made a mistake. Let's go out there and give. Let's give away our first-round draft pick next year. Let's go ahead and get this guy. He's young. He's under 25 years old. Let's go ahead and give that pick to the Raiders, and let's see what we can do to put some weapons around Dak Prescott. Now, on top of that, there's another caveat that I have to bring up, and I'm not trying to be a Dak Prescott apologist because I have to say this all the time. He got to step up through his throws. He got to go through his progressions better. The anticipation aspect got to become better. But this is another thing that they're missing. It's still going to take time. And I'm talking about T-I-M-E for the young tight ends to get together too. So this team is not at his highest peak at this point. And, of course, we got a quarterback that's not at his highest peak as well. But collectively, what he's doing for this particular team is elevating everybody else because of the fact that he's not making the, the, the extreme mistakes. Now, I must say, I'm going to say this too. Could we have been better if he stopped turning over the ball? Yes. But the team is winning the intangibles. We are eight and five. The guy that won 30 games, not by himself, but the team won 30 games within these last three years. So that's everything. Let's continue to listen in to this show. We're going to kick it over to Skip and uh, Shannon Sharp. And uh, I think this is a new host. Look at uh, Holly. Forget about Molly. Holly bringing in the thing. She got her boy. She boy, I tell you, boy, I ain't going to say anything, but Holly. Good golly, forget about Molly, think about Holly, she's on here.
3: Morning.
4: Hey. I was
2: upset about that, but I'm more upset
4: about what we're about
3: to talk mm. about Why? right now. He yeah. wants to get right into it. You like Vegas.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. well, not anymore. <laughs>
3: Somebody's not getting the respect they deserve. According to Skip, let's start with the Cowboys. They've won five straight after beating the Eagles in overtime yes. on Sunday. Dak Prescott straight. and Amari Cooper, of course, not connected for three touchdowns in able. that game, but they're still not getting a lot of respect. Dallas opened as, three,
1: as a three-point underdog for Sunday's game on the road against the Colts. And on the other side, the Colts are also on fire, though winning six of their let's last seven Cowboy so shannon nation, should go. dallas be an
3: underdog i believe they should skip for the simple fact i believe india has been equally as hot as the dallas cowboys as holly read, they were won their last six out of seven and the only loss came in a uh, six nothing ball game lost to jacksonville and if you look at andrew luck he's playing at an mvp level he didn't get mm-hmm. off he got off to a slow start and we questioned is his shoulder healthy is he healthy but if you look at him over the, since this winning streak, he's been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. The Colts do a great job of protecting him. He's The uh, uh, Colts offensive line is second in right. uh, sacks allowed. He's only been sacked 16 times. And what happened early in his career? Skip, he got beat up. A lot of it, his offensive line didn't protect him. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it, once he broke the pocket, he didn't know when the journey was over. Mm-hmm. He was unwilling to get down to get out of bounds. He was trying to always fight for those extra yards, mm-hmm. and it ended up costing him a season to a have a, a lot of. His, uh, Season two injuries mm-hmm. um, you look at the coach defense. They're good against the rush eight uh, Against rush six against rush y- yards allowed and they're a different team at home um, mm-hmm. We saw what the Cowboys were able to do at home. They beat a very very good uh, uh, New Orleans Saints team stymied them held them to uh, 13 points Drew Brees was in the cat bird seat for the MVP mm-hmm. and thanks yeah. to the old Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Defense. I like old Cowboys. Yeah yeah, They did a number on him. We mm-hmm. got my homeboy yep. back
2: in the front yep. and Man, nice little get-up, though. We I mean, ain't going to eat him a lot. Yeah, yeah. He, liked, he liked the blue. He liked the blue. Look at that. He liked the blue.
3: <laughs> they did a, a, a very good job against uh, Carson Wentz. Um, mm-hmm. He did not look very good early on in that ball game, mm-hmm. although he had some great throws late. So, Skip, I get it. Um, Andy is looking uh, Andy, Vegas is looking at it like, you know what, guys, I understand. But Andy is very good at home. They've been very good of late, mm-hmm. and I can see this, basically what they're saying, because the home team normally gets three points. So they're basically saying this is really a pick em game. Mm. So, mm. and I'm going to pick, and you already know I'm picking. Mm. So, Are you? Yeah, I'm going to start to get some of my cases back this week.
2: Go so, ahead. Shannon Sharp Disrespect has my still
4: not learned his lesson again and again and again he doubts and again and again he loses case after case of diet mountain dew okay i'm hard hit breakfast of champions (laughs) the nectar of the gods and once again you're you're going to fall even deeper into the swimming pool of diet mountain dew that you have lost (laughs) to me already because you lost another case so we're up to 11 but we have six cases pending on the outcome of the nfc east and i now lead that by two games with three games to go So it could be clinched if my Cowboys shock the world and go up to Indy and somehow win yet another game. So, as you know, I always guess the odds before I look at them. I looked at them this morning at 2.15 a.m., and I fell out of my chair, just like I was falling out of my chair Sunday late in the Cowboy game. So you
3: thought the Cowboys would be favored? I
4: I did by, usually I I think, okay, what's the worst case? I thought it would be pick them at the worst Mm -hmm. case. I thought maybe they'd be favored by a point or two because I'm going to remind you, They are not only America's team; they are America's betting team. So (laughs) they always get penalized by Las Vegas for their popularity, Mm -hmm. where points will be subtracted from them to try to make people to bet on them because you're 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 making it more, you you know, you know, where
2: you're enticing people. Yeah, you're you're actually. But let me let me tell y'all this right now. I love it. I love the fact that we are the underdogs. Can you guys agree with me when we fly under the radar, when all of the expectation is not high for us, we somehow, somewhat, some ways find a place to get that W. So I like being the underdog. Continue. Please just make us trash for the rest of the years to come. Because one thing that I can say from here, that when we are the underdogs, when we down what below us, what you walk on and you look at the bottom of your foot when they put the Cowboys nation in that category man we shine I like it I like the fact that Vegas got us out of this game I like the fact that Vegas think that the, the Colts are going to come in here and just beat us down I like this matter of fact forget that I don't like it I love it how do you guys feel let me know once this video is over we can do a quick Q&A and I read all your comments
4: Enticing people not to bet on them because they're going to bet on right. them anyway. Right. And all of a sudden, trust me, this spread will get bet backward because yeah. people are going to jump all over this today at minus three, and it'll become minus two, minus one. I'm not going to be shocked if it finishes at Cowboys at Pickham because mm. Las Vegas clearly is still not buying into the Cowboys. And I am shocked right. by that because sure. They are, they are already buying completely back into Andrew Luck. And finally, after all these many years, mm. he is starting to live up to his pre-draft hype. No, and no. I was never the biggest Andrew Luck fan, as you well know, going into that draft. I said, I'm taking RG3 barely. I loved what Washington did to go up and get RG3. Mm-hmm. And he backed me up. For one year. He was the <laughs> offensive you? rookie of the year, and Andrew Luck struggled. And Andrew, Andrew Luck, Luck turned into a beat-up, had knocked-down, dragged-out, turnover machine for those first, what, four years of his career. Right. And, and he was just a, a disaster shell of himself because he took a shellacking. So they've shored up their offensive line. They, they took did. the kid from Notre Dame, the guard, and they're much better. And they have been arguably the hottest team in football, unless we can make a case that my team's the hottest team in football. (laughs) So the two seasons have carefully, closely mirrored each other, right? Because these guys started out one and five, they finally got to three and five, which is where my team hit bottom at three and five after the Monday night game, the debacle to Tennessee, right?
2: Whoa, coach started off one and five? That's nasty. That's nasty. That means they are hot, Dad. They are hot.
4: That was your golden, shining moment of this football season. And I was down for the count. But since then, would you believe Las Vegas keeps saying no, 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 no to the Dallas Cowboys? And would you believe mm-hmm. over the last five games, they have beaten the spread all five times? So they have covered five straight games. And the right. last four times, my Cowboys have been underdogs. They have won the game outright. Wow. How many times did that happen? And may I count the ways quickly? They were underdogs to Jacksonville when Jacksonville was still riding high. The number true one. It, true it. it. I'm not going to stop starting it. because that's where it all started. And that uh-huh. was the one aberration game. There was no Amari Cooper for that game. <laughs> Dallas 40, Jacksonville 7 as a three yeah. point underdog. And then. They go to the Eagles when everybody had written them off, including the man across the table from me, who's been doubling down on every bet. And they were (laughs) seven and a half point underdogs, and they won the game outright on the field twenty seven to twenty. Then they go to Atlanta, and I doubted them. I didn't think they could win Atlanta, because Atlanta was still flying pretty high. No, they hadn't. Yes, they they were. were. No, they were not. Look at Atlanta now. Atlanta was it a 3.5 bad now. favorite at home. And somehow Dallas won 22-19. And dare I bring back up the Saints game. Saints came in.
2: Well, let me let me just bring this down before they uh, get into more details of the Atlanta Falcons game. You guys remember they were saying like Atlanta Falcons, they average 32, 33 points a game. The Dallas Cowboys don't have a chance to beat the Atlanta Falcons. And I was sitting there saying that there's a way. It's possible. And everybody like, oh, man, Dak Prescott can't hit water if he fell off a boat. This uh, defense... It's all gonna be exposed this weekend. They horrible. They, they can't get takeaways, turnovers, and stuff like that. And we went up there and we beat the line of It could have been it could have been a uh, it could have been worse. We could have beat them We could have beat them, whatever the the end record was. Put that down in the chat box. Help me out. But whatever their score was, we could have had them even like the one touchdown that they did had. Or I think I think what it was. Cheeto Woozie, couldn't get his head turned around to the ball. Something like that. But it could have been worse. It could have been worse uh, of, of a uh, loss for the uh, Atlanta Falcons. But it is what it is. And seven and a half
4: point favorites. And that quarterback was playing the greatest quarterback we'd ever seen any quarterback play up to that point. And right. it wound up 13-10, to 10, my defense.
3: If you don't mind me asking, who went on the road last week and beat the hottest team playing currently, the Texans? <sighs> Andrew Luck did. Okay. So I give you that and I
4: look at what Andrew Luck has been doing and he has been simply the hottest quarterback in pro football Second. over the last seven games. What's that? Second. Well, I mean, but over the last seven, I'm gonna have to give him the nod. to who? To Drew Brees? My homeboy. Oh. Well Drew hey, Brees old. was having the
2: greatest QBR Stop.
4: season. Well he was. He was I mean, the part the quarterback in the QBR.
2: Huh? It's more than Drew Brees was having one hell of a year until he met the Cowboys. But let's go. Let's go. Well, I'm <laughs> <back in the laughs> telling you stats. He was having an the all-time great
4: season until he rode into Dallas. The Saints came March 10, Well, you can't have an 19.
3: all-time great season if you lose to Ryan Fitzpatrick, okay. who's been benched twice in okay. one okay. season. All right.
4: Well, but that. he made up for that. So, here we are. And, <laughs> yet yeah, we have one aberration game for Andrew Luck because this is the one I can't explain. And this is the one that should stick in Las Vegas's craw. Because mm, just two weeks me. ago, at oh, Jacksonville, mm. six to nothing, wow. Andrew Luck got shut out, and he had one bad QBR the whole year. And a twenty-seven scale of zero to yes. hundred at Jacksonville, yes. and they lost six to nothing. Really? So what's your and you're making them favorites over the team that what? that is
3: blowing out the NFC East? Wow. You really? lost to the you lost to the Titans, yeah. by seventeen. Okay,
2: but they well, scored zero. Separation? They did not. score. score. Okay. You, it's, you, lost
3: it's hitting bottom. you lost to Washington. You lost to Washington. Yeah. Because uh, of a bogus call, yeah. And what, me and Skip oh, on the same call. page, You lost man. five games, so were all the calls bogus? Uh, you got that, five that, losses.
4: That that was a bogus call. About two so, of So, let games me ask were, you some yeah. questions Okay, here. Who leads the league in rushing now? What is running? Back, Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott. Would you believe that? So, yes. my team has the leading rusher in pro football. Okay. Who Speak. has been the hottest receiver in football over the last six games? Skip, you already know the answer. No, you're, you have the researcher. You got the Heisman Trophy. Oh, winner, so you Steve don't Owens. know. I don't know. Give, give it to give him. him. Last Amari six games. Cooper. Oh, I'm not Yes. Cooper, I did not know that. You've enlightened me. <laughs> 650. <laughs> him, Skip. receiving over the last six games?
2: Yes. Is he not the hottest receiver? Oh man, let me rewind. Say that again, Skip. Say that again. Football over the last six games. <laughs> Skip, already know the answer. No, you're,
4: you have the researcher. You got the Heisman Trophy. Oh, so you Steve don't know. Owens. I don't know. Help yeah, you out. do know. Last Amari Cooper. Oh, Amari Cooper. I did not know that. You have enlightened me.
2: <laughs> Look, even she having a wonderful time. She's laughing at the jokes and the things that Skip Bayless is leaving, leveling out this Shannon Sharps of the world that's what i like that's what i like
4: 642 <laughs> yards receiving over the last six games yes is he not the hottest receiver the hottest in football receiver. and i had to bring this up but who barely has the number two scoring defense in all of pro football just barely because the ravens mm-hmm. are barely clinging to that lead right now it's 18.5 to 18.9 points allowed per game who right. is that who is that it's the dallas cowboy Racks. defense mm-hmm. and who leads the whole nfl in rushing yards allowed per carry. 3.6 per carry is the Dallas Cowboy defense. So it's come alive. And I have another question for you. Go get them, Skip. What was Drew Brees and company on third down against the Dallas Cowboy defense? Help me out. I'm asking Las Vegas this question. Just what what was Drew Brees? He was riding as high as you could ever ride. Well, Las Vegas that was, was not here. To that answer. was the number one scoring defense <laughs> in football, 37 <laughs> points a game. And that yeah. night against my defense, oh my it went goodness. three for eleven on third down, did the New Orleans Saints. Then Carson Wentz came rolling in, walking he to into him. him. He... Yes, he was walking <laughs> to him. Wentz, the best quarterback in the <laughs> NFC, he uh, said somebody pure across entertainment the entertainment over he here. He is still says the guy across from. Yes. What did he go on third down against my defense? He went one for nine. So Drew Brees went wow. three for eleven. Carson Wentz went one, one for, for nine. nine, and so that's four uh, for twenty. Huh? That's very interesting to me. And yet, Las Vegas says my team is a three-point three. underdog. And, and I'm I thinking, love it, Vegas. Can...
3: If you don't mind me asking, Mr. Researcher, since mm-hmm. you got all of that, what yep. was these games played that the Cowboys put on this exemplary performance? They were both exemplary at home. Okay, yeah. so my, what?
4: My team, I don't always trust my team. I like my team on the road better no, than I like No, I like them, at them at on the road. Well, good. Yeah. You're going to see them on the yeah. road and watch Andrew Luck throw <laughs> um, four on them. So, oh, they went to Philly and they won. Philly is yeah. They went to Atlanta and they won. won. And
3: let's <laughs> Atlanta. You know Atlanta's terrible. I don't know. That's interesting. So, is Atlanta
4: terrible, yes or no? They've become terrible, but Before my Cowboys then, leave be- everybody for
3: dead, is what
4: happens. If you look oh back, what, where, where was the beginning us, of the end hurt. for Jacksonville? Dallas. Beginning of the Ooh, end for Philadelphia? Skip Dallas. Beginning of the end for Atlanta? Dallas. <laughs> or New they Orleans? Just, huh? New Orleans? You, so, you 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 told me yesterday, you said New Orleans hasn't looked the same since I can't stand anybody he that believes
3: Dallas, that's murderer's rope.
4: Well, they just get <laughs> yes. psychologically devastated by what hits them right between the eyes. They get hit by that defense. You know what, Skip? You I, need to I, stop. I'm just saying. i <laughs> I look at what's happening here, and the facts are the facts. facts right are before the facts are the eyes. But you keep saying, yeah, but Dak Prescott. If I didn't
3: know, right know, but that's why I was talking to Jerry Jones yeah. right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> you be hyping him up just like he'd be <laughs> hyping him up. <laughs> oh, this <laughs> is a very good tape right now. Yeah. We're, are we from different I, cats? Yes. we're what, from different Dave cats now, the
4: facts, okay? Different cats. Yeah, that's
3: what, yeah, that what Jerry's
4: they're saying. They're different cats. They are different cats. So, I will be the first to admit, these are the cardiac cowboys. They are Wait, the cardiac cowboys.
2: Don't be stealing my material, Skip Bayless. I've been calling them the cardiac. I've been calling <laughs> quarterback Dak, cardiac Dak with the attack because he gets you at the edge of the seat. For those who out there watch the live uh, broadcast that I be doing uh, on, on game day, you guys know I've been calling him cardiac Dak. And some people are like, hey, why you say that? Because I say that because I be at the edge of my seat and I just don't want him to hold the ball on too, too long. You got to get the ball out, especially after the three-step drop, after the, uh, after the empty back formation or shotgun empty back. So, man. Skip, you must be listening in to nothing but the bass, right? You must be listening to Law Nation. You got to be. <laughs> Cowboys, no team that I have ever
4: root for is more agonizing to root for than this team. Okay, but the cardiac Cowboys have won five straight games. Yes, maybe by yeah. hook or crook, I don't know how. Five and straight. Th- is their, hot. their turnover ratio, which is always telling, you can always say what well, the best teams—they always have big plus, and you know mm-hmm. they've taken it away a lot more right. than they've given it away. Dallas is zero, which is no good. It's it's like dead even, yeah. but dead they're even. eight and five. Why yeah. are they zero? Because the quarterback keeps spitting it up all over the carpet. Well, he does.
3: Uh-huh.
2: He got to improve. I told though. you. He they, so better. who
3: who will have the best quarterback on Sunday?
4: Well, I'll give you Andrew Luck as far as yards passing. No, as far as game. everything.
3: Huh? Stop it! Why do you keep doing that? Look,
2: oh I- oh 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 oh, Shannon. Dallas Cowboys played against. The Eagles, and they had a better quarterback, right? Those that's in the chat box, man, you guys can agree Carson Wentz is the better quarterback, right? So then the game before that, they played against the Saints. The Saints have a better quarterback than Dak, do they? And then on top of that, you can just go back to the last five games, uh, all the way up until you can probably say maybe uh, Blake Bortles or somebody Dallas Cowboys always play against a better quarterback, especially according to everybody that's here right now and just watching this, uh, this this show right now. So you can't use that, uh, Shannon Sharp. But let's continue to hit play. Uh, don't forget to hit that like button share this content.
3: I understand you're a Cowboys fan, but you and I both know Dak Prescott is not the equivalent of Andrew Luck.
4: One guy makes plays, the other guy not so much. Intended. So
3: Andrew Luck is not going to an mm. NFC, uh, AFC Championship game? Has yeah. he not gone to the Divisional? And what,
4: what did they do? They tried to blow the whistle on New England in that AFC Championship game at halftime, and what happened to him in the <laughs> He didn't half? blow
3: the whistle. He can't, he can't control <laughs> what well, someone else does.
4: Huh? It was his management. Yeah. So time. what they got
3: to do with him?
4: Well, he got blown off the field in the second half of that game at true. New England, right? OK, where your guy been? And that's the last we heard of Andrew Luck. He, was, he got, My guy hurt. just keeps winning games in the fourth quarter. My guy in the fourth quarter in overtime Sunday, as you correctly, quickly pointed out yesterday, was 17 of 20 for 243, he was three amazing. touchdowns and no interceptions. He was, he was, That's he after was he threw two ugly interceptions. And fumbled. And fumbled. And missed Amari with 58 seconds left on the game clincher, missed okay. him by five yards. He was 10
3: yards open. So I give you all that. But when it's time warrior turns back into warrior. I like look if you look at the Colts <laughs> offense T.Y. Hilton has been unbelievable okay, he's nasty. Eric Ebron he's finally you know he got away from Matthew Stafford and all mm-hmm. of a sudden you can understand why the Lions took him with the 10th pick in the draft right? all right yeah. so speaking of Eric Ebron
4: he is Ooh. now tied for the NFL
2: hey I am on record this offseason when the Ebron was just out there just chilling I was saying, Cowboys, that's, that's the guy we need to get right there. We need to get him. And a lot of people are like, oh, he can't block. He can't do this and do that. Man, if we'd have had Ibram, man, we wouldn't be on this search list for looking for these tight ends. Now, trust me, I like the fact that this young tight end core is growing and developing with each other. I like that. But I want some stuff now that we could put the pieces around Dak Prescott to help this team out. But neither here nor there. Maybe, just maybe. The emergence of number 89, hard tight end, Jarwin and them boys, maybe that can help this thing out collectively. Let's go.
4: Fell lead in touchdown catches with 12, with Devontae and Antonio Brown. Yep. 12 touchdown catches, and mm-hmm. he got cut by Detroit. Cut. Okay, So he is by far the favorite target, especially in money time, for Andrew Luck. Quarterback's best so friend. So what did I tell tight you last end. week about Zach Ertz? He murdered my Cowboys at Philadelphia. They won in spite of all of his catches. He caught 14 balls. You can relate to that. That's more than you ever caught, right? It is. Yep. 14 (laughs) catches for 145 yards did Zach Ertz have against Dallas at Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. But this time they said, no, sorry, Carson, you can no longer have Zach Ertz. He caught five balls for a grand total of 38 yards on Sunday. And who often
3: took Mm -hmm. him? My best quarterback. But guess what? You're gonna put Byron, Byron Jones. Jones. So who gonna take TY if you put Byron Jones on Eric Ebron? Well, maybe we put <laughs> the wolf hunter on him. Maybe we
4: put the tackling Dutchman on him. That's what
3: oh, <laughs> you want. You want to line to try and cover
4: Zach Ertz type okay. number I don't 14 think he for 146. I don't think he will. I think he will be taken away. You saw what Goddard did to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did Goddard? He got loose one time. I don't know. And they called it back. That yeah. was a bogus call. It was- that said was a bogus yeah. call. Yeah, that was a bogus call. On, yeah, a bogus call. Okay. And then they made up for it with another bogus call on Randy Gregory a play later. Skip, you know, good way you can't
3: tackle the quarterback. That's the Tom Brady rule. Huh? You can't tackle the <laughs> quarterback <laughs> in the pocket around his legs. Around his legs? Yeah. that's yeah, where you put him down. You can't. You can't be. That's a makeup
4: call. You know it and I know it. And he went helmet
3: to helmet with Goddard, too. Come on. 25. Yeah, you did. But anyway, but don't worry so about that. So are you saying it was a robbery? And, and, no, you're and not. Andrew Luck will take care of you on Sunday. Mm-hmm. We'll put you see. out your misery. Bring okay. you back down to earth. No, you the too there's really, there's you no misery. Good. Good. We're up
4: two games. It's no, exactly. you put me out of my misery. No, you don't. That <laughs> don't. would put us up one game, maybe. <laughs> no, no, no. Although, wait a second. Philly still has to go to the Rams. You don't yeah, think the Rams really. will be spoiling to get even with somebody this yeah.
3: Sunday in the Hollywood weather here? Your life's too good right now. Everything's going really well for you yes. right now, Skip Bayless. You're up yes. about 11 cases, mm-hmm. and the thing's go according to plan It's not you. about 11 cases. <laughs> yes. I'm up 11 Everything's cases. coming yes. up. Yeah. Yeah. Everything, you're living it real good. Skip the Cowboys are down. playing well. Yep. You got another yeah. six cases to do on the line with the Eagles. Lose the division. Cowboy win mm-hmm. the division. So you're feeling what? really good about so yourself. It looks like I'm about to be up 17 cases. Yeah. What that to Shannon, Maybe? stop betting. Well, I, I'll never get it. <laughs>
2: oh, no, y'all yeah, going to give it to I will never no, get, it.
4: get it. No, somebody go. doesn't pay. No, 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 Somebody got way down in our first year of oh, existence here on Undisputed, and somebody on my birthday
3: paid off. I'm going to pay it and off. And then we cleared the slate, and we started over, and it's looking like it's you about to be 17. I'm going br- I'm I'm to give you all your little cases, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take them back one by one. Okay. And that's what's going to hurt you. But I'm going to start with That's a lot of one. that's a lot of days i'm gonna start this week yeah i'm gonna start this week with andrew luck i'm gonna get two of them back on sunday really yeah okay Or andrew luck gonna get you was that
2: man it's crazy man all right so thank you everybody for tuning in to this show man i really appreciate each and every last one of you all for being part of this thing man I, i i look got to put the fire back there hey my brother from another mother, Skip. <laughs> hey, I don't even like Skip like that. But shout out to Skip, man. He bring it. He brought some little facts there. Uh, but this team better win. He better, he better figure out a way to find a way to win the game. That's the name of it. That's the thing that we should do. That's the thing that we must do in these sort of things. But, hey, appreciate each and every last one of you guys. i seen somebody making a donation to Help Grow Donation. I really appreciate that. Let me see who we got. David Alexander the Great, man. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for making this thing happen, uh, especially with those uh, type of things and those contributions. Those contributions is everything, man. Thank you for the dedication for the nation. Uh, who else we have here? Uh, I don't have my glasses on, so I don't. I can, I'm not able to see that well, but uh, I do see different shoulders for making a donation to help grow the nation. Really appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Uh, let me see if I can go ahead and uh, um, talk to you guys about what I think that needs to happen here. What really needs to happen, Cowboy Nation? is I talked about a little bit earlier about. Uh, Tavon Austin. We saw against the, the Giants game, the first game that we played against them, that he was able to take the top off the defense. And Dak Prescott was finally, finally trying to be, develop that uh, rapport with him. And uh, we saw a little bit against the Texans game. Uh, there was two two passes, two deep passes that uh, my guy Tavon Austin dropped. And I was telling everybody at the time that if it had to be like a, a real dominant receiver, they make those catches there, and it helps the quarterback out. And what we're seeing now collectively, we're seeing a Mari Cooper is helping the quarterback out so much that it's bringing us to, like, different levels. If we get in respect throughout the league, but not in Vegas, and I like that because I like the fact that when we are flying under the radar, that, that everybody counts out and things like that. So that's wonderful. Shout out to Snicker, man, for making a donation to have the Donation, man. Really appreciate that. Uh, Romero, let me just give the shout out to the first person that's in the chat box. I, I forgot to do that. Uh, Elite Rob, man, was that you, the first person in the chat box? Really appreciate it, man. Uh, and then David Alexander, second place. No cigar, but I really appreciate you, man. You made the donation still. Uh, and then we have Cowboy. Samoan Cowboy. Really appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. And uh, let me see what we have here. Uh, Professor Carter. Yes. Taking these notes. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Thank those who are watching. while you at work? Hey, it, it is what it is uh dago really appreciate you for tuning in to the nation man we got a whole bunch of people here man that's what i'm talking about uh let me jump over here on the law nation 2.0 jay jones appreciate you no doubt salute appreciate you man thank you for tuning in and then over here money making mall he was the first person that's in this thing say prime time what's good man Thank you so much. You're the second player in this in this thing. All right, so that let me know that you guys are part of the notification squad. And you guys know we just don't like the notification squad. We love it. That's how we do this thing because I jump on at different various times throughout the day. But, hey, all we got to do is play our style of football. Don't focus on what the naysayers are saying. Don't focus on what Vegas is saying because – at the end of the day if we control the TOP you guys already know I don't want to have to even explain what TOP is if we can just do the control of the TOP then the rest will be what it is keep nation growing yes man thank you man was it woody mac 73 yes appreciate you man thank you for making the donation to help grow the nation one way or another let's go cowboy nation let's get this thing long and gone let's get this thing getting going in the right direction let's go let's go with this thing y'all hear it y'all hear it yes (laughs) I do have a podcast that's LAW Nation I gotta go run and grab me something to eat (laughs) cause I'm about to fall out over here brother need to feed the nation right (laughs) with all this uh, being said guys man for those who've been with us when we were three and five ain't I'm gonna say the word ain't It's a wonderful feeling. (laughs) Especially, man, we're and 5 right now, and uh, we're trying to get to 9-5. But that would be a nice number for me, right? (laughs) Let's go to 9-5 this weekend. Don't forget to put your score prediction down. I love to see that, too. Put down where you're from. I like to hear that to see that and all that good stuff. And um, let me know. I already know that you guys are feeling the uh, the, the fact that, that we got this pace and this momentum going. Let me know how y'all feel about Tavon Austin. If we can get him back into this mix. Man, that will be nice, man. That would be nice, man. I, I, I just can't say this much longer. If we can get these guys to play their end of the ball, man, it would be nothing but fire and desire. All those things, right? Yeah. Let's go, baby. Y'all see this thing, man. One way or another that's been my time I really appreciate each and every last one of you all for yours and remember you're listening to nothing but the bass salute I'm out peace jam on out with me baby yeah come on let's go cowboy nation one way or another let's get this W all defense is not scared we got D-law Hashtag low and order.